here we go kaz b part two tremendous response to our first ever interview with a dominatrix and on the audio platforms it's become the biggest thing in the last year so we are back with kaz b huge thank you for coming back on kaz definitely how's life been treating you since we did our first part it's been really good you know actually since i was on this show i've had submissive gentlemen get in touch with me going i've heard the podcast <laughs> so my only fans has gone up they've been exchanging messages all i can say is thank you but um yeah i've been pretty busy Ooh, what you been up to well, this week, this wasn't fine, you guys, by the way, just so you know. I had one of my regular slaves come to me and he said, look, I'm, can I say trans sex doll? He's building up to um, see a trans lady. Did you just Basically, say trans sex, sex doll. doll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> he's elaborate. building up to a trans experience with a trans woman. But he thought, well, rather than go straight to that... Let's just experimenting. Just go a little bit along the way. So he brought this trans sex doll with him. And uh, we did a poll on Twitter. What should we name her? Everyone decided to call her Ditsy. So that's her new name. And uh, he turned up with her. My job was to dress Ditsy, make her look beautiful, do her hair, put some lipstick on, put some nice clothes on her. And then obviously he had to do certain things to get his reward at the end of the session, which was a little bit of playtime with Ditsy. So where does one get a trans sex doll from? I'm Not that I'm... <laughs> if you're interested. <laughs> there will be no links in the description box. I would say start with Google. <laughs> and is there like a range of quality of these dolls? Like are some like, what's that movie, X Machina like level? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, you've got your kind of like cheap budget range, which is mm. where I think he's his starting place is at mm. so i think she probably cost him about 40 pounds or something like that but you can obviously get the really good ones do they talk to you and stuff no no it's just a bit like ai robot so. trans no that does exist though, i think does jen that exists right doesn't it the ones the that, i robot i don't know if they talk yet but i think Not they're yet, quite like that movie did you watch that movie max machine or it was called where he fell in love yeah. with the robot but i think it's quite singular actions like you press a button and it does I'm not indicating anything here. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it can move its arms, right? Yeah. So was he satisfied with this experience? I think he was satisfied the minute he walked in the room and saw Ditsy dressed up, to be honest. Right. That, that so was... how does this work? Ditsy's yeah. there, she's all dressed yeah. up. On the, the bed, guy walks looking in. Like... Like yeah. this. So it's mm. a person pretending to be a doll? <laughs> no, it no, isn't it's a doll. A doll. So he's a sub, I'm me the dom, and there's a blow up sex doll on the bed dressed up as a character called Ditsy. And uh, so he's asking it questions. So I'm like just getting the back of her head and going, mm. oh, <laughs> what what is it's yes and no answers. Yeah. <laughs> well, and did he ask Ditsy whether she is a pre or post op trans? He didn't even ask the question. He wasn't fussy. He didn't that. care. <laughs> no, I just said, do you consent, Ditsy? Because it's all about consent, isn't yeah. it? Obviously. And uh, how, what happened next? Well, uh, he had to perform his task to obviously gain his reward, which were things like ruffling at my feet, licking my heels. Um, various implements were involved as well, which I probably shouldn't name here and now 
But uh, yeah, he was at one point uh, making some sounds like a chicken. <laughs> and that earned him a very, very big reward. And he got to enjoy Ditsy. Wow. So, Kaz, can you time. please regale us with these noise, chicken noises? Can you impersonate them? Could try. It was a bit like... <laughs> doesn't sound like a chicken. It doesn't. <laughs> Nor did he, funny enough. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So what else have you been up to this week? <laughs> did he get punished for doing inadequate chicken noises? <laughs> it was just punished anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so these hills have been trampling. Had trampling? To, um, yeah, I've, I've got a farmer that comes to see me. He builds barns and tends to the pigs and stuff. And he's really normal and... You know, just does normal stuff. It's like, really into trampling. Can you just like bruise my back and cover me in marks? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can try that. So like got him on the floor by the radiator. He lied on his front to start with because it's always a good start point, isn't it? Mm. Just make sure they're sen- they're not too sensitive. And anyway, I stood on his back and actually Kurt Geiger's are really good for not basically injuring people too much. That was a bit Kurt of a Geiger. bonus. Yeah, a little plug there. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then obviously he flipped over. And uh, a bit more sensitive that side round, unfortunately. So, a bit of screaming. So, would he have gone home with a lot of marks? Yes. And is he a single man? He is, yeah, yeah. He did, he put, like, in the text, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm okay with marks. And I said, look, when somebody says that, that normally means that they want marks, is that the case? Mm. And he was like, well, it's not that I want them, but I'm not against it. Is it usually the single folk who like the marks? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, because I think yeah. anyone that's going to have to get home up to a wife or that they're in the gym a lot, you know, they're going to try and hide it, aren't they? Yeah. So. You'd need a cover story, yes. wouldn't you? Well, yeah, how do you com- explain that away? I fell into the combine harvester. <laughs> <laughs> I was out seeing one of the sheep. Oh, no, hang on. <laughs> that doesn't work either, does it? What, what proportion, then, of people in this community mm-hmm. have a penchant for marks? Hmm. I can't really answer that question because I think each dom gets a specific audience that suits them. Like, I'm not a really extreme person myself. So, I like someone else, for example, that's really extreme, might get someone come to them all the time and go, yeah, mark me, go on, give me welts across my ass. But I don't get that all of the time. But I do get people coming to me going, yeah, give me some stripes, get the cane out, smack my bottom, and I want to know about it and go home feeling it afterwards because it's like a little memento and a oh. token of what you've taken from your mistress. Right. So they take it so, home, they think about it, they yeah, spend and time. But it, sometimes it's afterwards. They think about it and it's in their mind and they're like, oh, yeah. Like one guy that I know, he doesn't enjoy it even really in the session. And when he goes home... That's when he's like, send me a little text. That was amazing. And he's just like left with these whelps. And he's like, send a little picture in the mirror of his bottom all welted up. Wow. So it's the psychology behind it. Do you, you know? think, do you think that like someone who wasn't single then, who wanted to get marks, would go home and like the thrill of almost getting caught in the marks scene? Would, would, would that be a fetish? I'm sure that must happen, of course. Yeah. But I was Imagine you're pulling your pants down. It's a risky game, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. And your yeah. wife's in bed. Yeah. You wouldn't advise and it. And you've got those marks all over your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Unless but, you're a masochist and you want your wife going, what have you done? <laughs> but most men, do most men sleep naked or with something over their ass? I don't know. 
Hey. <laughs> we'll do a poll, shall we? Uh, James. Card, yeah? James. Uh, boxes. 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 James. Boxes. James. I think you can get away with that, to be honest. Most, okay. most guys yeah. probably sleep in boxes. Joe James. There we go. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses now. <laughs> go see cars. <laughs> We're doing it. Come on. <laughs> so, what else have you been up to apart from beating and sex dolls? Well, and... I've um, been working on something called uh, Cas and Jen Talks, which oh, yeah. you might know a little bit about. I might know a little bit about that, you know. <laughs> We've just been super fun. Very Do you want to tell them what it's about? Well, um, we're working towards empowering the kink community. And I think there's a lot of shame involved in fetish and kink. So we're trying to basically address those issues and uh, bring a lot more under- understanding to kink and fetish and just talk about it and get people involved in open chats and just kind of get people to open up a little bit more as well. Would you like kind of agree? No, 100%. That? And obviously yeah. we're doing, um, I can't say too much about it because I'll be promoting it. Yes. <laughs> um, doing videos in the dungeons and fetish areas in the UK and mm. um, we've had some interesting folk on there including Rascal a human puppy um, he was a very interesting bloke who tied me up with sabari rope yeah quite an interesting one there James wasn't it yeah <laughs> and, and I think certainly from um, an educational point of view as well where people yeah. obviously everyone's heard of bondage right yeah um, things like shibari, I don't think is as common, is it? You don't understand the, the rope. You've no. not heard of it at all. No. It's tying rope in a certain way. It's very so you can't get out. So it's yeah. got to be, someone's got to be really skilled. But it's like an art form as well. Yeah, it's beautiful. Art. Like the knots are meant to be aesthetically pleasing and beautiful mm. at the same time, which I think it, what he did was, wasn't it? Yes. So people might just say, oh, oh it's just kinky. Or, but it's not. It's actually an art form as well. So we want to get across that some of the people in the industry are very talented. They're highly skilled at what they do as well. And we showcased that in one of the videos that was presented recently it was good wasn't it yeah it was a bit naughty <laughs> well a little bit <laughs> so in the kink community and there's so many different fetishes yeah what would you say from your experience are the most popular ones most popular kinks yes um feet definitely i mean even tarantino's got a foot fetish accordingly apparently apparently yeah wow. uh so that's that's big isn't it i think so feet. that's like having your toes sucked and things like that that's a foot fetish is it um, I think that's that's a niche area of it, yeah. Okay. I think the f- fetish could be looking at feet, smelling just them. Just looking at them. Yeah, just looking at them. I've, I've known subs go, I need to be punished. And I say, why? Well, because I was on the tube and I was looking at girls' feet. So, you know, you might get a guy look at someone's cleavage and like, pervert or whatever. These guys look at people's feet on the oh tube, but they get away with it because like no one knows what no they're doing. No one cares about the feet. It's like not a taboo. <laughs> but they feel guilty. They're they like, actually I feel need to guilty. Yeah. No, I yeah. actually had a, a guy I used to date who had a foot fetish. I found it a bit odd. What? So what time. level was he at? Well, I was eighteen. He was a little bit older. I won't name name no names. No names. No, we were dating. We weren't dating for long, but he quite quickly made it clear that he was interested in my feet. Yeah, and did you like he was that? Like, I like or... your nails, like your toenails, how they're painted. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a bit of red, you know. So you didn't like him stroking your feet or anything like that? Well, give me a foot rub, I didn't really mind that. But... Okay, so you're like, you rub them, but if you start sniffing them, <laughs> no. Stop them in your mouth. <laughs> so sniffing them is a thing, is it? Sniffing <laughs> yeah, feet? Yeah, sniffing, mm. licking, sucking. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, it's really big, definitely. And they want to see the feet adorned with different things as well, or just bare feet? That could be a variation of it, I'm sure. Yeah, mm. definitely. But yes, yeah, just generally the foot. They like the smell of it quite a lot. Yeah. And they've all got different bits that they like as well. So some guys... like the heel or the toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the arches are really popular. Yeah. And then if you go on a foot fetish website, because there's loads of them, they've got these really specific micro kinks. So some of them like the foot being like, you know, you like to do that with your foot. They like the wrinkles in your sole. Mm. Yeah, so that's really popular as well. Wow. So, yeah. Um, and then obviously like latex, rubber, pegging, obviously. Um, the list goes on. It's endless. I'm like listing the most popular. And I'm like, actually, there's loads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've got a couple yeah. of stories from you today. Um, let's start with cock-loving wannabe moaning myrtle. I'd just like to say that was my <laughs> dog's pedigree name was Mona Myrtle. What? Oh, is it cute? Yeah. 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 So my brain can't even comprehend that story title. Is that, is, I don't see. <laughs> Joe's Joe just, Joe just collapsed onto the floor <laughs> hearing this. You know Mona Myrtle was off Harry Potter? Yeah, that's yeah, it, the it toilet was. one. Yeah, so I don't even know if I told this on the last <laughs> show, so if I have, I'm sorry. But no. when I think about the funniest things that have ever happened, this is like one of my top... Well, one of the top ones, basically. So we had planned, me and Saskia had planned to do a forced buy shoot. Do you know what that is? Uh, you might want to explain what forced buy is, so but in a gentle manner. You're filming and you've got two guys on set that basically want to fillet each other and do naughty things to each other's little, little dinkies and stuff. And uh, so I had a William volunteer. We call him Myrtle. And actually, no, no I'll, I'll name the other guy. Unknown Slaves. He, he's absolutely lovely. Really sweet guy here. Just do whatever the mistresses do. Anyway, Myrtle basically wanted to change the goalposts quite a lot. And it, it started off as like, we'll do some pegging. And it was like, actually, I'd like to suck some black cock. No. Well, that's great. I, that's great. Lovely. Perhaps we can do that. Obviously, I've got like Unknown Slave here. You guys could probably work quite well together. No, 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 it's on Blackcock. <laughs> well, I don't know any. I, I know one. His name is Stefan. I can use the name because he's... Uh, his name's Stefan. I would like you to hire him and then I can fillet him. Demanding? Yeah. So that should have been a red flag. But I'm thinking to myself, my, my, I'm thinking, what a great scene that sounds. I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> I'm totally up for watching that. So, um, so anyway, I get in touch with Stefan. Lovely, sweet girl. I've worked for him since. He's lovely. But he was going through a bit of a flaky stage at the time. So I get that. Anyway, so Myrtle turns up and uh, <laughs> he brings us a bottle of like, you know, like the cheapest, crappiest wine you can get where you just like... I just Echo Falls. Very sweet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, he's like, I bought you a present. So I'm just like stuck in the cupboard. I didn't bother opening it. And uh, I'm phoning Stefan again. All right. Well, hi, darling. Everyone's here. We'd be here soon because we're going to be ready to start filming. Unowned is like wearing his gimp mask. Little saucy outfit he's wearing. I think he had like a thong on, like a little frilly one and stuff. And we're ready to rock and roll and start filming this scene. And he's not even like massively into doing by stuff, but he'd do it to please the mistresses, which is, you know, which is cool. And uh, so anyway, rocks up. He, he's 
do you know this you know when people turn up at your house and they do this thing where they just linger in the doorway for like about half an hour you can't get rid you of know, them will you coming in are you leaving <laughs> just please make a fucking decision I think mm-hmm. oh no you're not just don't stand in the doorway because it's making me really uncomfortable so he was doing that whole thing for ages and I was texting Stefan Stefan just ghosted us basically I don't know why perhaps he's having a bad day if one does right if one has a bad day now and again and uh, he so I'm like Myrtle, I'm not sure if he's going to come. Can we just carry on and do a scene with you and Unowned or some pegging? Well, I wanted some blackcock. You promised me some blackcock. Well, no, I didn't. I just said that we can try. And he said, yes, that is my only role in this whole actual scenario. But I'm very, very disappointed. This is like Max Mosley's circus. I'm like, okay. Well, if you want to leave... To be my guest, leave. It's, and then you just wouldn't fuck off, basically, wouldn't go. <laughs> so it got to the point where I'm like, I was like really trying to help in the beginning. And I just got really bored. So I'm like, okay, right, well, drop us a text when you get home. Intent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, uh, just moaning on and stuff. And then the slave, the slave, he's like, they never speak up or say anything, really. Is he going to go home or what? I've only got till three o'clock, we need to film this scene. <laughs> I started, I started giggling. <laughs> anyway, this this dude who got named Moaning Myrtle. Because he's a man. Uh, yeah, Moaning Little Bitch, basically. Uh, <laughs> he was a little bitch. He went and opened the wardrobe door, took his little bottle of two pound neck falls back. Well, I'm going to go home and drown my sorrows because I didn't get to suck any cock today. <laughs> I'm oh, just trying to film a scene. What is going on? So this dude goes home, writes me a really like vicious letter about how I've like, because I took a fifty pound deposit, which I paid him back, about how I've stolen from him and I'm fraudulent and I've ripped. He wrote you a letter. He wrote me a letter on the internet. Oh, I thought delivered it to your front no, no, door. No. <laughs> oh God, thank God, no, you didn't turn up. Imagine that. Uh, so no, I, um, he emailed him back the next day and he was like, "I'm so sorry. I was really drunk." And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I get everyone gets a bit pissed and gets a bit silly. But due to the nature of your very, very vicious statements, you're never allowed on one of my sets again, you're banned. <laughs> Blacklisted. <laughs> <laughs> so bless him. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but mm. just yeah, rubbed me up the wrong way that day. <laughs> Do you get much trouble like that? Really? No, no, generally subs are really sweet, aren't they? They're really super cute. I mean, my, my subs are lovely. They're, they're just, they want to make their mistresses' lives better. But every now and again, I think just, you know, in life, everyone's different, aren't they? So you do get one once in a while where you just get a little bit of trouble. Just get rid of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you lost the words. <laughs> <laughs> Not like off with his head or anything. No. Off with his head. <laughs> so we could go into the one about meeting Bobby the surgeon and his mate in the bar. Okay. Yeah, now Bobby, he was too. wicked. Look, Bobby. YouTube community. So um, it's a bit of a random one, actually, because I was out with my, my mate Tommy, who's also a sub of mine. And uh, so I went up to shoot some content with him in Chelsea. I think it was the time that I spoke to you about the thing on the podcast on the phone. And he was turning all the lights off and stuff because he was a bit drunk. And anyway, so we went out and we went, look, we went out recently 
had a few drinks. Let's just go out and eat and have a sensible night. So we got to this pub, right? Nowhere serving food in Chelsea because of COVID. This is going back a while. So I said, let's go home and get a takeaway. And he said, well, let's just have a drink here. So he started talking and there was um, two people opposite, a lady and a man. And the lady picked up some of his conversation. She was really, really hammered as well. So she misunderstood some of what he said. So she thought he was being like sexist and stuff like that. And he wasn't at all. Um, And then, uh, so he went, what what are you talking about? Anyway, the guy that was with a a surgeon said uh, his name was Billy. Is it Billy or Bobby? Billy. Uh, He said, basically, oh, don't worry about it. The thing is about this conversation tomorrow you'll remember it and she won't because she's really drunk we're like oh fair enough okay get that and uh, he said to me so what do you do then I said have a guess he went I think you're an erotic author aren't you and I'm like how did you get that from me just sat here at this table having a drink so we then started chatting with these guys she turned out to be absolutely lovely really sweet girl and he was like should we go to home house which is a really posh thing and we're like no, 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 we've had way too much to drink now. So he said, well, I'm going to have a house party, come back to mine. So we went back to his. And uh, apparently it was very obvious he was very much sub and had a kink. So he was like, I'm really into heels. Do you want to see my heel collection? Right, so I went to his room. He had these massive shoes. He's like, what should I do with these shoes then? Like, oh, try them on, put some of these shoes on. So he started dressing up, putting all these different heels on, prancing around, showing them off. And uh, there's I mean, like super cute heels, like like bright red, like Manlo Blahniks and stuff, massive stilettos. Heel envy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, they were gorgeous. And then I uh, went back downstairs for a bit because like my friend Tommy was still there. The girl was, the other girl was passed on the sofa. Anyway, this, this, uh, this top banker turns up. We're going to call her Sheila anyway. So. Uh, Female. She goes, yeah, she goes to Tommy. Uh, so how do you guys know each other then? And I'm, I didn't really say much. She went, oh, she's my mistress. Oh, right. So what's that then? She turned around to me and said, what are you doing with your life? I think it's disgusting. You know, when you Is that an to... Australian accent? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best, but yeah, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, when you decide to sort your, sort your life out, come to me. So anyway, that happened. So anyway, we went upstairs again, left her chatting with Tommy. When I got upstairs, he basically said, I want to be like, really dominated own me own me so I'm like let's have some fun with this <laughs> so uh it was like an economy we didn't have a collar we got a tie out of his wardrobe and you know what when you're at school and you do the little thing where you do the sort of the big tie with the knot so I put a tie around his neck as what collar. like properly made him walk down the stairs on this kind of like tie and then we got to the bottom of the stairs and she like flipped out and she was like Oh my god, Billy! Fucking get up, Billy! Stop it! Stop it! You fucking fucked it! Get off the fucking floor now! <laughs> and he's just like, only answer to Mistress Cass now. And she was like, fucking hell! I was gonna give you a fucking wristy later, but fuck that shit now! I'm going home. You're all fucking perverts. <laughs> well, <laughs> so like, little Billy's down on the floor on all fours, little surgeon guy, like. Men's people's hearts and lungs and shit for a living. <laughs> she's a top banker. She's just going, this too much for me. So she's like, she turns to my side and goes, right, take me out. I've had enough of this. I need to go. You, 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 you. I mean, she'd be a good dumb, right? 
Should be mm. a good Tom. You walk me down. So little Tommy takes you off outside. Uh, meantime, he wants to get spanked. I'm like, I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. He's like, I'm just loving it. I'm going, this is fucking hilarious. I'm going to spank this dude. So I take him upstairs, slap the shit out of his bottom. And then uh, meanwhile, Tommy's trying to get in and I don't even know about it because he can't get back in the door. He's lost. He's so drunk. He can't find the house. So I go back downstairs, pick up my phone. He's back in. Meanwhile, basically, well... We've been spanking and he's out. She's been going, well, I just think you're a pervert. I don't get what this is all about. You're saying wrong with you. And she's, what are you into then? And he's gone, well, I like dressing up as a woman and getting pe- pegged up the arse, basically. And sometimes Mistress Kaz pecks me at the arse. And she's gone, there's something <laughs> fucking wrong with you. You're a fucking pervert. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're not even like fucking masculine you're feminine he's gone and that's more than you isn't it oh he got burned (laughs) she got burned i mean how how do you feel about people who find stuff like that really bizarre and have that sort of reaction to a point i've got a little bit of sympathy with her because she's just come around to this house expecting a regular friend to be there that's been normal, and she's walked into this weirdness, and it's probably been a bit of a fucking shock, to be honest, doesn't it? So I kind of get where she's coming from, and I think, had she not have, like, started in the first five minutes of introductions being so horribly rude and awful, my reaction to her would have been very, very different, and I probably played up to it because she was so obnoxious and horrible. I'm the big banker, and I'm above everyone else, and I'm better than you, and one day you'll realise that, you know... But yeah, yeah, I, I do understand to an extent. Well, little Tommy's running around with his tie on. Tommy didn't give it. He was loving it. He thought it was brilliant. <laughs> you should hear his version of the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, next up we've got... <laughs> now I'm always losing my keys. Um, so yeah, you managed to lose a key with someone called Steffi. Oh, that was a chastity key though. <laughs> Yeah. Not your regular house You know, like, yeah, house key was a chastity. I probably didn't mention that. Sorry. So, you know, like chastity cages where you're locked up for a certain amount of time, whether it be like a week or a day or ongoing. So So, this is something that locks your privates up. Exactly that, yeah. And they're for men and women? Well, from what I know... I know more about the male chastity cages. So you get a ring that goes around the the ball area. And then there's kind of like a hard plastic sheath that goes around the um, dinky area. And then they lock in. So once it's on and padlocked, a gentleman can go to the bathroom and urinate, but he can't do much to himself. What if you get excited during the night? Well, you can't get fully excited. Because it's no, going to hit. Yeah. So it's quite painful. So, so they can get excited up here, but they can't get excited as much down there. So it sends it back down. Yeah. So that, that's where the interesting part comes in. Because <laughs> then they start to get more in their head and become more perverse, which is from a dumb point of view. It's quite fascinating, really. Because <laughs> you should hear some of the stuff they come out with while they're under the influence of chastity. How long can you keep them in for? Uh, I've heard of mistresses keeping them in for about six months, but I don't really agree with that because I'm sure it's not safe. Is it almost like a form of tantra, like edging? Like, because you're getting getting some kind of pleasure and stimulation, (laughs) but then it's going back down so you can't release that tension. So the tension's always there. 
but it's but it's building and building and building and building and building like in tantra they say to not ejaculate just let it build let it build yeah yeah i think you could be right yeah i'm sure to an extent yeah but i I don't think it's healthy to be in chastity (laughs) for six months purely because six months yeah yeah yeah. i mean like i missed that bit (laughs) i thought you said like six hours six Six days six months because obviously when you reach your peak you know there's certain hormones and chemicals that are released, like oxytocin, adrenaline. Um, what the other, what's the what other is, one? When you ejaculate? Yes. Yeah. 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 There's a, yeah, there's yeah, a whole yeah. slew of healthy it's chemicals. So many. Isn't there? Yeah, which I think is good for your mental health. I've read that health. in the neuroscience books. It, yeah, it really is. Exactly. Yeah. Is that yeah. where you read it? Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> well, six months. Yeah. yeah. It's a long time, isn't it? So, so wouldn't that cause now? some kind of erectile dis- dysfunction if you constantly just. I've not heard any It's constantly like getting reports. half erect and going back down, half erect, going back down. Yeah, I've not heard of that. However, who is actually out there doing reports on this as a job? No yeah, one, probably. There's not many people taking so, surveys that are No, if anyone's got a that. survey, maybe at home, what do you think? <laughs> Should we ask them? <laughs> <laughs> have they done independently? <laughs> and how many of your, the people that, you know, come to you um, have had that for like months and months? They go to... Uh, sorry, they go through sort of phases. So, I mean, have you heard of Locktober? I've heard Locktober. of it. Locktober. Yeah, Locktober. When we interviewed um, a sub recently, he was talking about he did Locktober. So, you, you get yourself in chastity for the entire month. Mm. So, like, you know, November. Yes. Kink version of that. Right. Basically. Lock your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you don't, he's shaking his head like not a fucking joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't release your sperm mm. through, you know, it comes out in your pee, doesn't it? I don't, does it? Yes. Oh, okay. Because yeah, the balls have to recycle that every so many days because mm. they die off. Yeah. So I've heard also they can also come out. <laughs> it can you just come, pee those dead ones out. <laughs> it can come out via the anus as well if stimulated the right way. Yeah, so you know like Hold prostate, on, hold prostate, on a minute, I've not heard this before. Prostate milking can actually release seminal fluid. But it's not the same as like ejaculating oh. properly. But I thought the milking just sends it out. No, not necessarily. No. It actually I, comes it, out it the can, other way. But it can come out. Your face. Yeah. <laughs> no, this. Yes, it's true. Is it? Google it. I thought the. the I do not the, lie. <laughs> I thought the piping is such that it has to come out that way. Mm-mm. I did as well. <laughs> I learned something. <laughs> did anyone? Is anyone else familiar with this? Joe, baffled. <laughs> We're all baffled. Yeah. I mean, well, there's Jane, a G spot, isn't face. there? In the men's bum, there's a G spot. Apparently that. so, I've heard. Yes, yeah, so if you stimulate that, because like from the prostate. Have... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that enhances the whole orgasm. It makes it way more powerful. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like a woman can have two orgasms. So can a man. So a man can have an orgasm via his penis or via his prostate gland as well. So instead of the rocket just firing, the the launch pad just starts going. <laughs> Exactly and that. It, it makes it way more powerful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's why. It's Sorry. So <laughs> it's why it's so. I mean, like all of you people at home watching now, you might be sat there shaking your hair. Some of you are going to sat, be sat there again. <laughs> Don't the, knock it if you haven't tried it. The amount of people that go, oh, I'd never do that, and then three sessions later they go, no, so about these butt plugs then. <laughs> <laughs> if like, your body, if your that. body, if your body is designed. <laughs> To, to have mm. these pleasures. Yeah. What's wrong with that? People say, you know, exactly. a, a guy who would be prostate milked because of the, uh, you know, the approach of that part of the body, mm. they have to be gay. 
Some people say that. I, mean, what's, no. I don't get where the actual uh, comparison is. What's the, why is the bottom known as the gay thing? You don't say a woman's gay if she has anal sex, do you? No. So why is a man gay when he's not, he's not allowing another man near his bottom? Yeah. Where, where does gay come into it? Historically, there's just a lot of fear and phobia around yeah, it. Yeah, so much. Yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It's so bizarre. But it's like you guys, you know, what you're doing is... Um, mm. Raising awareness. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what Raising awareness. Yeah. And kind of like the way you explain it, you know, it's, it's for people who perhaps are fearful... Yes. What's out there? You're explaining it in a logical, rational, educational way for them so that they won't be prejudicial, I think. I think you're going to change some people's minds about things. Or they'll go down the wrong path and go to the wrong people and end up... Yeah, and a bad experience can really change everything, Or ketchup bottle. Well, you laugh. (laughs) You laugh, but these things actually do happen. I mean, I've, I've known subs go to a mistress that's not ever done pegging before. And they've had an injury. Well, they like you know. You said they do it on their own. Try out with various implements, and mm. you can't put glass in the bomb oh or anything stupid like that. You need to. People hospitalised all the time <sighs> with strange things down there. Yeah. We used to hear this crazy That's story. That's why I said ketchup bottle that somebody yeah. was doing stuff on their yeah. roof once, and they fell. Well, this is what they told the doctor. <laughs> they fell off, and it, they had a ketchup bottle on the picnic table, and they obviously went up there. The doctor said, well, that's funny. Why is there a condom on the bottle? <laughs> I don't know if that was a joke or something. But... Yeah, prison, prison folklore is as well. They always say, yeah, he's, he's, he's gone to medical because there was a shampoo bottle up his... Yeah, oh, fell in the, the shower. The funny thing is, you joke, right? You <laughs> Claiming know, he fell in the shower. Yeah. You know, at some point it's actually happened, though. Because mm. right? there was the one in the paper recently, wasn't there? I think stuck up his bottom and it took six hours to retract it. Do you know what it was? Oh my God. I think it was like a vase or something. Whoa. Yeah, it was like something That's quite big. It was in the, you have to Google it. It was in the paper. can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like massive. It was going around Twitter, like trending for ages, like for Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We're your family now. You love it up the arse. <laughs> <laughs> a vase. <laughs> so the next story is about your gynecologist, Roy. Is he your gynecologist or is he? No, no, no. No, no, no. He was a photographer. So we used to do these little holidays abroad to Portugal. And a lovely guy, he's deceased now. His name was Tony Brown, absolute legend. Like, you know, like, looked like a bit of a gangster, big tubby guy. Nicest person you could ever meet. He just loved taking pictures of, like, people hanging out with, like, models and stuff. But he wasn't a pervert. You know, some of them are. Mm. Not a pervert at all. Just love hanging out, going for meals and stuff. So he'd get, like, eight to ten photographers all get a villa go out for food drinks and you do a, a shoot in the morning shoot in the afternoon but like it's quite funny because actually i'm off on a bit of a tangent here there was a little vicar okay. a little vicar from this local vi- village in portugal that used to love like coming out and taking pictures so he'd be like doing funny shots and stuff of like some of the girls and he'd be like dressed in his all vicar garb and stuff and he'd be like going, yes bellissimo i think he was italian or something he loved it anyway like roger I don't know if that was his real name, but Roger, anyway, um, he liked the, the gyno shot. He liked to go in quite close with his camera. So we, so yeah. The like, gyno can I, shot. Can, yeah. I, can you just uh, part your knees a little bit more? And I'm like, so what, what do you mean by part them a little bit more? Yeah, can you spread the legs wide? So this is like what you'd say to all the girls. So like one day I really slipped up because um, I went back to the villa 
And Tony said to me, oh, you remember that old pervert Roger? Like joking, because he wasn't, he wasn't like harmful. He was just like quite funny. And uh, I went, oh, no, he's all right. And he went, um, you wouldn't ask him for funny shots and stuff, was he? Was he trying to get you to do so? And I went, so I think I just made it like a flippant comment saying, well, it was a bit gynecological. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so for the rest of the week, all the blokes, like you imagine like eight to ten photographers, they started calling in the gynecologist. <laughs> and he just giving me like this most hurtful look in the whole world, like like that, as if I was like something really dreadful. I felt really Did bad. Did you not find that quite invasive? Um, yeah, I mean, it was like really normal at the time because just the way the nature of the business was and we were just doing that kind of shoot but yeah it, it did feel like it was pushed a little bit more but you kind of just felt like i oh, just roll with it and it'll be over and done within a bit which i'm not saying it's right it really wasn't but it was yeah it was fairly harmless i think yeah never again so no i wouldn't do it again definitely not but mm. yeah i think he uh, received his punishment adequately <laughs> mm. Ooh, what was that being named the, the guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he ever went on a trip after that. So, <laughs> poor guy. Sorry, Roger, if you're watching. So, you do like a nice clean white towel? A clean white towel. Yeah, you're mm. a fan of it, aren't you? A fan of clean white towels. Yeah. I don't have a towel fetish. <laughs> what about blue towels or green ones? I do have a blue one. And when I look at my blue one amongst all the white ones, it, it does please me. Yeah. I'm going on to something now. Here we are. Is it the importance of bum towels? It is. The, yeah. the imperative. Okay. Well, <laughs> as a dot, <laughs> I am really into bum towels. <laughs> what is a bum towel? So basically, if you're doing any major activity with a slave, which could vary from things like they're on their front, naked, right? Whether you're spanking them or what. If they're on their front, they need to have a towel on the bed. In front, or whatever, implement, a chair, a chaise, some kind of piece that of furniture like this there. you'd put the towel down um bumming especially if they're taking a pegging you want the towel down so this is more that's not even a story this is just like a me wanting Teaching to basically lessons. address any subs out there and tell you if your bottom is going to move away from the tail and be anywhere else that is a cardinal sin and you need to be very aware of that yeah, definitely there's so many like subs that take a pegging and then like that bum is covered in lube and I don't even want to guess what else and then they they get on the edge of the sofa and then they're like just like doing this wriggling and it's like what the fuck are you even doing just do not put your ass on my bed or on my sofa definitely not without a towel and please stop wriggling (laughs) you don't want a trail of dingleberries (laughs) dingleberries Dingleberries. exactly this is bleach everything so yeah this is my message to the world basically Bum Check towels. Bum towels. <laughs> Don't forget your bum towels. Yeah. And now your blue towels. And if you go to a naturist resort as well, they're very popular there. So it's uh, good preparation. I'll let you have a little fun now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what a day. We've just interviewed <laughs> two other people. Jane Gray. Yeah. And now we've got. <laughs> Third podcast of the day, folks. <laughs> We're not you tired. Must at be all. bloody exhausted. <laughs> I mean, what is it? Ten o'clock at night now. Oh, I love your nails. Look how pretty they. Oh, thank you. They, oh, they're coordinating with the um, what? The, the pure black. Oh. Pumps out. <laughs> oh, the pumps out. Oh, look, 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 you've got blue nails. Got blue dress. Sean's got a blue shirt. Yeah. It's all those socks as well. Coordinate, oh, well. but we didn't, did we? we didn't know. None of us knew. No. No. Blue crew. French. Na- naturist. naturist naturist camp 
Willie's wafting in the breeze. This, this all kind of like ties in. I'll go back to the bum tail thing. <laughs> if, <laughs> maybe I should oh, start shit. by explaining why was that a naturist resort? Why was it a naturist what resort? What is a naturist resort? So it's a resort where people go to basically not wear any clothes and just be free and with nature. That's what they say anyway. They go, it's not sexual. Yeah, like controversial opinion of that. Most of them are doing sexual things. Like there was the nude guy walking around. No, not a stitch of clothing on, not even one sock or one glove. But he had a cock ring on. He managed to put that on. But it's not sexual. So, I don't know. Well, <laughs> There's a bit of an argument there, isn't there? <laughs> so, well, I'm just... If you could set the stage a bit more for this, yeah, then. Yeah, go on, go on. Like, are these, yeah. like, couples just going around naked? Are there, like, rules about... Certain like things, don't stop like, and stare. What, what? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, I and mean, it's quite respectful because I went there as a presenter. We were introducing like this is a resort you can come to and be free and with nature and let your hair down and just you can do archery. And then, <laughs> <laughs> there's me. I can't pull the string back, so I'm like struggling with it. <laughs> you can play crazy golf. You can do trampolining. Oh, you can just drink in the bar. And then they do a shot of everyone just sat there in the bar. And do they have yoga, naked yoga? Why are you interested? They probably did. I can't I've remember. seen that advertised in London, yeah. naked yoga. Yeah, I think they might have yeah. done. I think they had loads of beach exercises. <laughs> but when it was really bastard bloody cold. Down and what I noticed, dog. like all these people... Downward dog. You know downward dog. I do it every morning with my in my sun salutations. Not naked though. In my in my boxes. Vision for all the fans. Gotta hide my. Gotta hide my wealth. Oh man. For all the ladies. Where were we? I went to hot yoga once. It was Bikram yoga in Richmond, and everybody was in like bikinis and speedos and stuff and. That was quite erotic. Mm. So I can't imagine what naked yoga Not as erotic, like. actually. Well, in my opinion, because I think clothes leave a bit of something to imagine, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Something yeah. to yeah. imagination. So you, you think, like my, oh, my, my, my ex-husband. When you see someone naked, you just see everything. And there's nothing left to imagine. And, mm. and for me, it's, it becomes very unerotic. It's sexier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, yeah. I didn't find anything erotic about this whole naturist thing. So mm. I kind of get one of the things it's not sexual. I sort of get that. Because yeah. it's not, but I think you get the odd few that are a little bit pervy, probably. So well, if he's walking just, around with a... They're walking around with a little, you know, little... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> are people just ham-shanking? No, they don't. <laughs> they, 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 they do do weird things like put cock rings on and uh, walk around with a little stiffy. They when, walk around with yeah, stiffies? Yeah, normally they're quite small. Right. So I think it's a thing. I think that's probably a new fetish. So what, what's the motivation behind that then? Is that because they're just seeing naked people and they're getting aroused, so they're going to walk around like that because it's a, a it's a natural reaction to seeing yeah. to them the naked people are turning them on. Yeah, I think so. I think the guys that kind of go out naked and they're putting a cock ring on, I think at some point in their life they've been told off for being naked or being themselves, so they fetishise that. So then they've then gone to ultra-sexualise it by then putting on a cock ring or something. Mm. So Are these communities like secluded then from society? Yeah, like pe- yeah, the, yeah. the neighbours can't like, you know. Oh yeah, God, no. Yeah. They're, they're away in private places. Private land. Sure. So yeah, it's nothing, yeah. it's totally harmless. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, knocking these <gasps> communities at all by yeah, any means. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a niche that's, 
probably needed for people that want to appreciate that, like any kink, mm. right? Swing with the breeze. How often exactly. have you been to these places then? Uh, well, that was for work, obviously. We went for a week. And what was your function there if it, if it was for work? Well, it was just talking to the camera going, hey, this is the resort. So we're going to eat some grapes and cheese and then um, have, I can't remember the word is for it in French, but some thing beyond fish, fish broth. So you actually use a few French words. And... and did you have to be naked to do all this? Yeah. It was, like, <laughs> it was absolutely hideous. I hated it. Really? Didn't like it. Yeah. You didn't feel at one with nature? No, I thought it'd be really empowering. But actually, when I got there, we had to do things like trampolining. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not exactly, like, I'm not saying I've got great boobs, but they're, they're, they're a bit too in the way and stuff. Um, so trampolining was just painful. I didn't enjoy it at all. Then what, what they were like, keep favorite, doing it. What was your favourite activity then? I, I like to say the archery. But I was going to say it. the archery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably swimming. Swimming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the pool now. Yeah. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Enjoy oh, eating, definitely. What yes. do you think motivates people to go to that camp then? I think it's about mostly about freedom, just like mm. losing your inhibitions, getting away from the common mindset. Because even if as a female, particularly, I think we've, we're more inhibited as a species than men are to an extent. So if you go out as a female, even if your dress is too short or you're showing too much, someone's going to judge you. You know, someone's going to look at you and go, well, I don't approve of that. That's disgusting. So if you if your kinks or your likes or your tastes are a little bit more, you know, a little bit more outrageous than that, you're going to be heavily judged. So and uh, apparently, from what I've noticed, a lot of people that go to these naturist resorts tend to be like in their 50s and it's not normally young people who probably do feel a bit more relaxed. It's normally older people that probably are in professions and friendship groups where they feel like everyone's going to be a little bit more judgy about what they're up to. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's just they just get away to have a week or two of just not having to adhere to the rules that society has placed upon them. Do you remember that guy who was just walking around naked? Was it in Scotland? Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got arrested, didn't he? He kept, he kept getting arrested. Walking but around yeah, the Highlands. Cycling, his thing, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that guy? Yeah. I think he's been on a few podcasts, actually. Is it? And that's yeah. his thing. I have, I have the right just yeah. to go around naked and stuff yeah. like and that. Yeah, and his mum was watching it, was wasn't he? it? Didn't you, his mum said something like, well, it's really great to see him on the telly, but I wish you'd put some clothes on. <laughs> So is it mostly like couples that? then that go, and it's not like it's not like a place where swingers or anything like that would go. Um, I think with the nature's camps, it generally is couples. I, mean, yeah. I think you probably do get you could probably get groups of people turn up, but it's mm -hmm. less likely. It's not a swinging. Thing, no, isn't it? not so much. No, yeah. I'm sure it goes on, but it's not mm. publicised as being so. That's interesting. No, yeah, going hugging and true. I think it's a different. <laughs> yeah. It's a different sort of. Uh, mindset isn't it if people want to swing it's probably for a night and they'd go and do it to a club and then they just want to get back to their normal lives mm -hmm. i'm gonna go on holiday for a week can't be bothered with that all week long they're, yeah. they're just gonna you know so have you had experience of the swinging communities yeah i was actually when i was doing the awards not the new awards which we'll talk about later the, mm. the last lot of awards um we were sponsored by one of the clubs down in kent so they were like, well, turn up. It's a swinging club. Come along. Come and play if you want. I'm like, no, I don't want to come and play, but not really my thing. But I'll, I'll come down, hand some flies out, have a chat with a few people. And uh, 
once you're in there, that's it. Any new face, they're like, oh, we like you. Mm. So they're trying to like... Swarm to you. All night long. And you're like, yeah, you're lovely, you're great. But you, no, I'm not going in there. You're fine. So yeah, it was it was kind of like one of those. But yeah, it's, it's strange because then they've got this playroom. And it's when you walk in and you have a look, it's like just a swarm of people doing all crazy stuff. Well, I... And then out, if you go back outside again, everyone just did their drinking normally. So it's like completely split. How many playrooms are there in a swimming club? Well, it depends on the club, but this this one I went to for work, not work work, I mean like flyering, um, it was just this one big room and it was all almost like, have you ever seen snails crawling across each other? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're a kid and you ever collect snails and they like, yes. like yeah. it's a bit like that. <laughs> That's what the people will look yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> you walk in and you like feel your leg grabs and like, whoa. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, snail yeah. antenna wraps around your ankle exactly <laughs> oh my god yeah not not right now huh? yeah I've got to just go and um, do something I don't know what <laughs> so that wasn't that was like a, a vibe that um, didn't appeal no um, and I, I'm sure I don't think every swinging club is like that I think mm. it's very much built on respect and mm. you ask people what they want to do mm. but I just think whatever was going on in that specific place was just a little bit different at that point in the night. So is there a variety of activity in these playrooms, for example, from just vanilla stuff to like mm. S&M stuff? Right, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on this because I think I've been to like very few nights of that structure. Um, when I went to Torture Garden, I would say it's been very well set up. Because you've got your communal area where there's like a dance floor, DJs. You can overlook if you just want to watch, which is like, you know, the Coliseums in Greece. You can mm. look down and watch. Um, and then they've got designated play areas and they've got very, very strict rules on what you can and can't do. So they're very much like if you touch and you're not invited to, you're out, Good. which I think is the way it should be. Uh, so, because the thing is, some people are curious, like me, I wanted to go in and have a nosy, but I didn't want to do anything. So I wandered in, and it's nice to just wander in, knowing that you can do that without, you know, anyone trying to do anything. So, and that was cool. I walked in, I thought, yeah, you look a bit sweaty, to be honest, and, and walked back out again. But it was interesting to be able to do it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I would like to do yeah, that because I've spoken to people who've been to Torture Garden mm. and there's a dance floor and you can just listen to your music and just like a nightclub. Exactly. But if you want to just watch and see what the, the rest of that stuff is about, it's like a halfway place, isn't it? Instead of just totally. being thrown into the deep yeah. end. Yeah. You can just check it out and go back and get your dance on and, you know, if you like that kind of thing, well, then you could explore it further. There's no pressure, further. is there? It's just totally chill. What? That's a revelation. <laughs> I've talked to people who've been and they've told yeah. me about it. Jenny's, it's in London. Oh, it is, is it? quite interesting. Is we, we should yeah. go. Yeah, we should go. <laughs> on. Yes, because uh, yeah. one lucky viewer can come. Enter the Christmas competition again. <laughs> <laughs> Next year's Christmas party is going to be at the Torture Garden. We're going to have 20 dominatrixes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But no, so we'll move on from the lovely oh, torture oh, garden. One second, though. What did you see on the other side of the torture garden? What was going on? So which torture bit? Not, not, not the dance that side. What, what on the okay. S&M torture side? Actually, the funniest thing that stood out for me, we went with another couple, which we thought were just quite straight and normal in the adult industry. Mm. 
And it turned out they both wanted to shag us, right? But I think he was more into it than she was, so it wasn't going to happen because like, no, she, she's not into that, no. And um, so it was weird. But then it turned out I thought he was bi because he started necking pills and stuff. And we were like, okay, didn't think anyone would take pills at torture gardens. It's not really that kind of scene, well, is like it? Well, like ecstasy. Yeah. And then he started, like, his jaw started going. And then he started going up to blokes, chatting them up and stuff. And we were like... Did not expect that. Shutting them off. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that was a little bit weird. Yeah. Okay, he's a bit of a slut, isn't he? Okay, fair enough. And um, sorry, getting on to the main point you asked about, we went into the room. It was yeah, it was just like a slivering of bodies, just like the slugs again. The snails were <laughs> out for But for me, I just thought there wasn't enough clothing. Because I think it's all about the tease and the eroticism and the the, the prelude and the build up. You know, and just to see like humans going, let's go in this room and fuck. It, it's kind of like, well, so where's How many go, people were participating? Was it like a full on orgy where like everyone's just snailing together? Or were people yeah, separate was, in separate little I, clips? I think it was a bit of everything. There was people <laughs> that were. There was, there was uh, people <laughs> doing. <laughs> People what doing a day we've had. Honestly, it's been fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, 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 I uh, interrupted you. No, you're good, you're good. Yeah, so there was people doing the orgy thing. Yeah. Um, but there was people just doing their own thing. <laughs> but yeah, when I, you I mean, just think... When you um, say doing their own thing... Were like, you just voyeuring? Not wanking or anything. I mean, just like couples playing and stuff. I think there was a couple of blokes wanking, but I think they were a bit involved, so... So say, let's say, for example, like a yeah. couple went into a playroom. Yeah. What would happen next? Like... Would they just be left alone to do their own thing? Would people try and join in? Is there an yeah. etiquette if you want yeah, to join do you in? Do you like... signal your availability to the people watching? How, how does it work? Well, it, it depends on where you go. And if anyone out there watching is worried about this kind of thing, I'd say study the club that you're going to go to first. Look up, read up, see what people are going to so say they have about rules it. on the website? So yeah, the, the yeah, but also you want to know how much the rules are adhered to so mm. for example if you're people that like to be viewed but don't join in you don't want to go somewhere where it's a bit of a free-for-all whereas if you're if you want to get straight in there you don't want to go somewhere where you're going to start getting but is there not like a traffic light system like um i think it's basically body language no you know like you wear green if you're like yeah go ahead <laughs> Red, no, not that should, should exist. You're right. It yeah, totally should. I went yeah. to a gay bar once. But people change their minds system. so much as well. Yeah. When you're in yeah. that kind of environment and people are drinking alcohol and they're like they're around that, their minds change so rapidly. But you could so, just change the color, like put a yeah, necklace on I or something. I like this idea. That could really work. There you go. Traffic yeah. light there system. There we go. And if like you're getting it on with complete strangers who've just entered this room. Yeah. Are there like precautions like condoms and oh, things like that? Yeah, they've got massive dishes of condoms dishes and stuff condoms. in the room. Yeah, that's a uh, precursor, yeah. definitely. Always there. Right. So think about it. I don't know if there's much lube going on, but I'm sure there must be. And what's the ratio of like men to women in these playrooms? Is it? Um, so I, I would imagine that a lot of men yeah. would be trying to get in these places. Torture Garden, it's pretty much half and half. I think they're very fussy about who they let in. Okay. So it won't be a cock fest. No, I mean, most, most, especially if it's more fetish, most places won't just let in single blokes. Mm. They'll bring a woman or they'll they do something like, well, 50 pounds for a man or 20 for a couple or whatever. So they try and deter single men for exactly for that reason. And isn't so the philosophy of, what is it, killing kittens, isn't that? kind of like turn that on its head the ratio of men to women whereby the women have to approach the men in that one oh right i don't know about killing that. kittens you've not heard of it i've heard of it i didn't know what the philosophy is yeah there. i think that's it because i watched an interview with the the one of the proprietors a female 
and she was talking about that's what it is to reverse that dynamic of the male aggression in these other places. Wow. So how how does that work then exactly? So the so if um a woman fancies a man, she goes up to him, but the men aren't allowed to approach the women. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. so a bit like uh, um, bit like bumble. I don't know. There is, isn't there? There's a dating yeah. website, yeah, Bumble. Something the, like that. Yeah. If you match, the woman has to message the man first. Yeah. It was years ago and I watched yeah. that interview, and I'm just paraphrasing, but I think that was the philosophy. Unless okay. anyone can, can correct me in here. Has anyone got any? It sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. But yeah. So that might be a good one to like. Traffic light system. Peruse. <laughs> <laughs> to go for research purposes. Research purposes, yes. of course. Yes. Yeah, just suss it out. Just, well, not filming because it's not allowed, but report back, obviously. So we've got your um, moving on from our... <laughs> uh, you had some love letters from, I, I want to say, Jezadol. Not, not, for, not for me. What? Love letters. My blow-up sex doll, um, Giselle. Yeah, it was very, very popular. She's got her own Twitter page. She's in retirement in the moment, actually. Is it Twitter How often does she tweet? Well, she's in retirement, but it was like daily. But she got so many Did she abide by Twitter's community guidelines? She did her best. Twitter allows some quite risque stuff, doesn't it? More than other things. We'll yeah. get her on a podcast soon. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I'll get her in. How did, but, you, how did you come about her in the first place? Well, um, basically, I had a son. She sent you a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. We were chatting. <laughs> Invited her around for a cup of tea. That was it. Let's go together, baby. You're hot. Yeah, hey, girl. What have our lives turned into? So, yeah, that was genius. <laughs> genius. So she had a few love letters from who? More than me. People pissed off that she wasn't tweeting People anymore, write, probably. Oh, they were writing to me and then it was like, all of a sudden, they went from writing to Mistress Caster, hey Giselle, you're beautiful, I love your legs. I would love to spend the night with you. So all of a sudden... Hi, thank you so much for being in touch with me. I will check with Mistress Kaz whether she approves of this liaison. And uh, they were just coming through. She had proposals of marriage and everything. Can you believe it? You should have auctioned her on eBay. <laughs> should have done. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could make a mint. <laughs> <laughs> so where does she live at yours? Yeah, basically. You didn't pimp her out, did you? Uh, well. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. If she if she wasn't so into it, it could be pimping or misconstrued as that. But I think she didn't mind. So what does um, she look like? Well, she had like kind of. Shall I start with a tranny cock? What? <laughs> this is a trans. <laughs> it's quite big. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> a blow up one. Well, trans, a female. Blow up, blow up, blow up. So babies, big, lovely babies. Dinky, it was quite big, hair, and a pretty face. So, good grief. Yeah. And what, what would you send her out for? Outfits. Yeah. No, we didn't send her out. They come round. So she wore a little sexy outfit, and then they come in the door, and then I'm here to see Giselle. Okay, come for her. I'll take you to her. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> I so you just put this doll out on a bed, right? Yeah. You'd have someone come over. 
I do the right. actions for her sometimes. Oh, well. right. I thought you just left them to it and <laughs> no, took no, the money. You're present while so, whatever happens. Yeah, so I put my hand behind her neck and then go, you've got, you've got to ask her consent. So they say, please, may I suck your cock just now? So I, I get a little head, nod it forward. So I think she's up for it, yeah. Gagging, gagging, look at her. So <laughs> they'll be like, oh, she's so sexy. Can I touch her hair? And I'm like, is that Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then start stroking my hair. You've lost one guy. <laughs> <laughs> one guy licks his finger like like looks at me as if he's really sexy. Like I'm like, what even is that? Pops <laughs> it in her mouth and then rub her mouth like doing this. And I, I don't know oh what that's meant to be. <laughs> Save it for Giselle, mate. I don't care. So yeah. <laughs> Is Giselle okay or did she need therapy? <laughs> I think she does need therapy. Yeah, that's why she's in retirement. <laughs> that's why she's in retirement. <laughs> what happened? Did she burst? Too much activity? No, <laughs> wow. she didn't burst. Poor Giselle. So the next she Giselle. Burst. Yeah, it's going to be Giselle the third next. <laughs> third? The You've third. got through two of her. <laughs> third time lucky. Wow. <laughs> Sell <laughs> the third, yeah. I thought you blew up doll for Christmas, didn't I? You did. I got it in the bag. I'm not used to it. Did you name it? It's um It's a male A male one. <laughs> Do I look like I need a male blow up doll? I just thought what Brad, was Vlad what was his name? We haven't named him yet. Vlad, did you just call Vlad? him? Vlad. <laughs> Vlad <laughs> Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, poor Giselle. Mm. Roll on Giselle free. I miss her. I miss that joke. So I presume the next one is about sploshing. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that well, mean? Where does it start at? Billy and Custard Tights Trifle Chocolate Cake. Oh. Is sploshing. Or food is that? Yeah. Food fetish. So food sex. Yeah. Food sex. Mm. So there's so much that. scope for different things with those and with so many different yeah. foods. Have you got a story about that? Have I? Yeah. Why do you look like you want? <laughs> he didn't look like you in the story, yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I've got to be careful what Cashew I say. Cashew nuts. But I mean, you know, when you're experimenting sexually, who hasn't tried things with like whipped cream and ice cubes and that yeah, kind of, true. you know, mm. strawberries and... Sometimes Everyone's done hungry, a bit of splashing. Right? I just yeah. didn't know it was called splashing. Let's get hungry now and again. Can we again. take a survey? Has anyone done anything with food or ice cubes? Like whipped cream. Yeah. Yep. Hand up. One. Ice cubes, not food. Ice cubes. James. That counts. Everyone. That counts, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to get trolled now for admitting this. But well, everyone sometimes done this. you might be guys at home. Imagine this. Like Friday night, you've been out, had a few beers. Like you're in your stride. Feel a bit peckish. What are you going to do? Let's have a little bite of my kebab. What's wrong with that? Same thing, right? Well, can I understand the whipped cream and ice cubes? It's quite sexy. Yeah, but these guys can relate to this. They know what I'm talking about. What's that? They can relate to it. They know what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? <gasps> well, when they're like out, they've had a few beers, they've come back, they're getting their underwear, feel a bit peckish. Oh, well, they're going to, oh, no, I'm not hungry, darling. I'll just leave that for um, Alfred to bring the biscuits in the morning. They're going to, they're going to, you know, have a little munch, aren't they? Kebab. Kebab, strawberries, whipped cream, whatever. <laughs> kebab. Have a Are you calling that a kebab? No. Well, what they, I don't get it. Kebab. <laughs> Whatever's in reach, basically. Oh, right. just like well, how is that sexual? The... I don't know. Oh, that's how just is... the munchies, isn't it? How is it sexual? <laughs> I don't because I don't get it personally. If I'm hungry, I want to bloody eat, 
And if I am in the mood for something else, I'm not really interested in food. So I'm not someone that's good to ask about that because I just don't get it at all. So maybe you guys could explain it to me because I'm just like, you know. Hold on, we've gone from splashing right. to the munchies. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are the two linked? I'm lost. Okay, so um, splashing is being covered in food. Oh, right? covered in food. Yeah, but but then... There's people that are into eating food off each other, which yeah. you could link into splosh. Yeah, you're yeah. nothing because you know, don't you? Yeah. Um, so you can eat food off each other, like strawberries, raspberries, sexy stuff. Mm. Right? I, I was just throwing kebabs in because most blokes aren't gonna, going to go, I fancy a strawberry right now, darling, are they? They're going to, oh. you know. It's so what really... happened with Billy and his custard tights? Oh, yeah. So he likes to dress up in tights and uh, put custard down them. Custard. So he started off as one of my phone cold. clients years ago, mm. which is talked on the phone. And then we started doing webcam and he comes to see me like like about twice a year now. So basically the, the, the game is I put custard down his tights. Just <laughs> like trickles Is down. it warm custard? No, no, just cold. And um, the climax is generally he sit in some kind of chocolate cake or trifle and uh, he has to well, spin well, around well, in it. In his bum. Yeah, <laughs> does basically. That, does that yeah. require a blue towel? <laughs> well, yeah, it could do. For the aftermath. Yeah, mm. it some, requires some, a lot more than that. Definitely, definitely some <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah. Mm. Do you put plastic sheets down or it's that kind of thing? Yeah, if it's going to yeah. get quite. I've got OCD. I think that drives me mad. Yeah, I made I made him go in the bath one time. Mm. Yeah, because he would like basically put the trifle on his head, which there's quite a lot of splattering. And just uh, there was enough one actually. He wanted me to put him in a bath and egg him. Have you egged someone? Egg him. Have I, have you egg someone? I've egged someone's house. At school maybe. <laughs> like egg inanimate object. <laughs> no, you know, like Halloween when your kids go out egging, right? Yeah. <laughs> Checking it at people's houses. I'm saying or nothing. Yeah. Or yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. I used to yeah. do that. The local shop used to tell me off because they knew what I was going to do Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have one pack of eggs in my sock. You're banned. We're like, cutting you off. One pack. They're <laughs> from my mum, honest. <laughs> I lived with a guy, and whenever anyone parked in his space, he would. It's just, yeah, I'm going to egg him. Just egg the, egg, the, egg the car. He just delighted in it. And he was completely sensible outside of this egging thing he had. <laughs> That's the strange thing. So, yeah, that was his fetish then, maybe. Maybe, yeah. egging cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We went home and went, oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> you just don't know with people, though, do you? Look, everyone pretends to be like they're really normal. We haven't got any kinks or fetishes. We just go about our day to day and really boring. When they get home, you I'm don't know what that person's that doing. Car. Like most people have something. Yeah. Guarantee definitely. it. One of our friends, she egged, can you remember that? I was with you. She egged that her ex-boyfriend's motorcycle. Can you remember that? Because <laughs> he split up with her. Have you ever egged anyone, no. James? <laughs> no. Long ago. No. <laughs> James has got an egging story. Oh, James. I can't remember it, but we, we would have thrown eggs at each other at school. Uh, yeah, last day of school, secondary school, you used to throw eggs and flour at people. Oh, we just got pissed on vodka. <laughs> Your school have egged anyone, better. John? Yeah. You don't want to admit to any. Disclaimer. Wow. Retribution. So you've had many splashing stories like that, or is that quite a rare thing? Yeah, it's been there's been quite a few. Actually, I'm quite surprised about the amount of people that want to have food on them without eating it or doing anything sexual with it. What's the weirdest food involved in splashing? Oh, my cocktail slut. Yeah, cocktail slut. Yeah, it's called zero now. 
because he's the lowest of the low. But for a time, he was cocktail slut because I'd make him cocktails and he would eat or drink anything on webcam. So we got to a point where we were trying to find really bad stuff for him to eat. And he, he'd... actually, there's, there's a question right at the end. What do you think about the three-second rule, which links into this? He would oh, eat on like, our he would one. Eat, what do eat... I think about the three-second rule? Yeah. What, like you drop a piece of f- food on the floor? Yeah, exactly. And you go, oh, three seconds till you pick it up. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to lie, I've been... A little bit uh, tipsy in a kebab shop in the early hours of the morning. We've dropped done a my bit burger of, yeah. and gone, fuck it, three second rule. But yeah, yeah floor yeah. foods. And it yeah. was the dirtiest floor known to man. <laughs> Never again. Got a bit ill the next day. But if it was yeah. like my kitchen, which is ridiculously well, yeah, clean, yeah, yeah. Sean's. A bit iffy. Two seconds. Yeah, not well, as well mopped, maybe. Yeah, in jail, people just eat out of garbage. They're so hungry. Yeah. But then, if you go into the, some of the clubs, I mean, going back to what the nineties, maybe a bit before, whatever, people just like drop shit on the floor. And, oh, I'll just swallow yeah. that anyway. Yeah. Didn't they? You can eat anything. Yeah. Have you dropped like your cheese and toast? Generally, who gets sick from that? I mean, so, I've seen people eat anything. So you have your cheese and toast right in the morning. Mm. It's right. right. Oh God, you don't do it. Scrambling around. Tomato falls off. No, the whole thing. If you wash it. Oh, it's what I right. hate. Is when it goes upside down and I drop yeah, it. That happens. Yeah, that <laughs> really pisses yeah, me off because then all my toppings <laughs> get stuck to the floor. And you know how filthy my floors are historically. So, but just say I bought a dog round. You turn and it up. Hair all over. That's it. it. You turn it back <laughs> over. It's got pubes in it. <laughs> 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 what are you doing in your kitchen? Oh, <laughs> it's got my back hair in it. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, would you eat it? Sometimes I just pick the pubes off. And <laughs> I give it a wash then under the under the tap. I pick it's the big mushroom. items off. Yeah, like like the, the noticeable pubes and stuff. I pick those big items off, put them in the trash, and I wash it under a tap. Because I'm that hungry. Like I've just cut my cheese on toast. I'm not gonna. Let that Wait, get in the way. Ten more minutes, make a nice fresh piece. So there's, there's no way I'm going to go through that. That's ten minutes of work. The so robot won't be the same. So you're going to eat your pube filled. No, it's washed off. It's washed off. It's soaky. So, so, but then the bread gets soaked and soggy. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so this story's not going to be too shocking for you, Sean. I've seen much worse in prison, but I've seen people drop food on the filthy prison floors. Yeah. I know people just come oh, and pick it up and eat it. And from that, well, I saw that people could just eat you? anything and not get sick. Yeah, so, yeah. it's true. Yeah, we've it's, got it's really psychological. Immune systems, I think. We've got an immune system that protects yeah. us. It's true. You, 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 yeah. Definitely. There you go, guys. Did you have like this? Is when you had the cockroaches in and stuff as well. People were, like saying they were going to eat the cockroaches. The, the, did, you know. they? did they? I've, I've heard of South American um, prisons where they did eat things like that, insects and stuff. They they caught the insects to eat them because they were so starved. Nice man. Would yeah. you eat a cockroach? Would I eat it? Yeah. No, not I wouldn't. Chance. I wouldn't. No, have you never done that? Did you eat anything weird? They just went in my mouth anyway, but I didn't yeah. eat them. Did you eat anything that you didn't want to while you were there? In jail? Yeah. Well, I lost about... Um, I lost a couple of stone actually on the 26 months unsentenced oh, because I couldn't yeah. eat the mystery meat yeah. slop that occasionally had a dead rat in it. Yeah. So it was like animal food or even less than oh. animal food. Like budgie food. We called that one Red Death. Another one was called Kibbles and Bits. Mm. And, um, oh, it was, yeah. It was pretty grim. It was grim. So I couldn't eat that, no? No. No. <laughs> See, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, if you're I'd, just, I'd rather starve than eat that. Yeah. 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 And the prisoners were like, Two weeks from now, you will be eating that, but I, I wouldn't. There has been time I've been starving. I've eaten stuff that I wouldn't normally eat. Mm. Wouldn't go as far as well, cockroach. Yeah, how far do you go with it? I've always wondered. Not, not that I want to find out. It's funny because yeah. when you go through not eating like what you used to eat, 
like before my rest, I used to eat three or four meals a day. And when you go down to eating barely nothing, you realize that you don't need that much food and that you're processing all that food and you're crapping two or three times a day and your body's doing all this work to digest the food. You don't need it. And to this day, I eat much less than I ate prior to. See, it's interesting that. Yeah, yeah it is. It's like a yeah. Western society probably overindulges in. Because you tra- you're ingrained that your breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner, yeah. supper. Mm. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're really into your health, aren't you? Yeah, I do a lot of fasting. Fasting, fasting Intermediate yeah. fasting. Yeah. Is that the 16-8 thing? Or is it different? Um, I could, I do, that's quite extreme, eh? That well, sounds really intense. Ones. Oh, wow. They're hardcore. The first lockdown, because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So you thought, fuck, I'll, I'll just fast. See, that, that just <laughs> yeah, I did it like, in the jail for, for two or three days. It's easier because there's no, hardly no... You know, it's an interesting thing then because your pee changes colour, doesn't it? In the beginning, it's yellow and it goes completely clear. Does it? Because we're yeah. water. And, and you go through like the bends almost where you're like so hungry, you're so hungry, you're so hungry. And then once you get through that pain barrier, it, it, it chills out and you can keep going. Okay, mm. so you kind of get used to it sort of yes. thing. Yes, yeah. I think we're so attached to food and eating. That to, to to get that that to be freed of that, you got to either fast or end up in a jail where you don't get any food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, moving on, you got a funny no splashing s- in there though. <laughs> no splashing. Yeah. So your mate, uh, I presume, you've been on a night out. Did something to the cab driver. Oh yeah, so it's quite funny because I had this mate called Natasha, who's really sweet, um, very different to me, almost like kind of like. Because I always used to think I was reserved, you know. Obviously, not quite as much these days, but I think, you know, I've got my boundaries and stuff. But she comes across, if you're in a club, like, really reserved, won't speak to anyone at all. Whereas I, I think I'm quite friendly. I'll speak to anyone, whether it's, like, a, a 60, well, 90-year-old woman at a bus stop or, like, just, you know, anyone else. So, anyway, so we go out to a club and guys would come up as they do I wasn't giving off sexual vibes I don't think but ah yeah what do you do then what's your name blah 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 all that bollocks if, if you've been clubbing a lot you get used to doing that I think and she'd be like oh he's a pervert get away from him don't talk to him don't talk to him do. and then we ended up in like McDonald's and uh, we just sat there I didn't even do McDonald's but we were like eating some food because we had to be, we missed our bus I think we were there all night and this guy came up to us and he was like uh have you ever thought about selling pictures of your feet for a living? And we're like... Random. I don't think this is the time to get involved in this conversation. So we just said no. And then he wouldn't leave us alone. So that that was a different story entirely. Anyway, so we got... got <laughs> <laughs> we got going to end that one. <laughs> <laughs> we got in the taxi and uh, all of a sudden she's like going, Mr. Driver! And she drags him in the house, grabs him brings him in a flat, basically like pulls his trousers off. You know you are if you're watching. <laughs> Gets his little dinky out and starts like sucking him off. And I'm, I'm sat there the whole time going, wasn't expecting that, okay. And then he's like, he looks over to me, he goes, can I touch you? And I'm like, I'm nothing to do with this, mate. So you're still in the cab at this point? <laughs> no, 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 she drags him into a house. So you get back, right? She grabs this guy, taxi driver, 
grabs into a house, right, starts sucking him off, giving him a bit of a, you know, the old uh, hand shandy. And uh, he's looking at me and I'm like, no, nothing to do with me, mate. I start trying to put a pizza in, in a microwave, right? <laughs> with a wrapper on still, because we're both quite dry. I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'm not interested, I'm hungry, I'm like a pizza. And uh, so she, she notices off this dude. Maybe he comes, I don't know. She then just shoves him outside the door, doesn't even say goodbye, just chucks him out and goes, bye, probably, or fuck off, whatever. And then that was it. And, uh, you weren't anyway. tempted to splash him with the pizza? Well, no, I was hungry. I wasn't wasting that. And so anyway, the next day, she was like kicking off at me going, you burnt my pizza oven, you've melted the pizza. And she put it all over Twitter as well. It's going back about 2013. And I'm like, mate, you wouldn't let me talk to anyone. Noshed off the taxi driver for free fare and he moaned at me for like burning a pizza. But basically, I think I've got a vague recollection of like scraping a bit of pizza off the bottom of the microwave plate and just being like, yeah, free, just free eating it. Well. Like not even cooked, just eating like raw pizza. <laughs> and I was like so happy about that. <laughs> disgusting and with your it? sex doll in retirement she couldn't even back you up and support you on twitter no, no. <laughs> can you imagine though she'd be like hey you're picking up my mistress we're gonna start something here i'm not having this <laughs> so, so, but no, she's a lovely girl yeah mm. she just had her fun with the taxi driver <laughs> well. it's so funny though looking back at this dude his face he was just like could not believe what was going on and then when she threw him out it was even better because he was just like like this. Doing the headlines. I just want my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, the last one, story of the evening. Beefer, I think. Was it? It was Beefer. Beef, Mistress Beefer. So hello Beefer. Or Bifa. meeting Beefer. Yeah, Beefer. Because I put out a little um, message on Twitter saying, look, I've got to do a part two. And uh, so if you've got any funny stories, remind me because I can't remember them all. So I had a few. And uh, there were some memories, apparently, of me not being my best self as well, which were quite funny. <laughs> but um, this one, Beefer, he basically contacted someone called Goddess Monica. And Goddess Monica is an online-only mistress. And he wanted to experience pegging and forced buy and so on and so forth. So she said, look, I'm going to choose you Mistress Cass if she approves. And I'm going to send you to her and you'll learn pegging and forced buy. So she spoke to me, I approved, and then he came to me and then we kind of like said it all up between us, what would happen, but he didn't know. He just thought he was coming to me for a pegging. So he got there and the first thing was like, give us some poppers. Can I say that? Yeah, poppers. So um, uh, just a room odoriser basically. So it just makes the room smell nice. <laughs> and um, after that, I took his phone off him and then we did a role play whereby I basically said to him, well, I need to get your phone code out of you now. And if you don't give it, there's going to be big, big penalties and altercations and it won't turn out well for you. So obviously you give the phone code. And um, that was the point where I phoned his goddess and we both talked on the phone. Meanwhile, he's bent over the bat, his arse in the air, presenting himself to the world, spreading his cheeks, begging for a big rubber dick, basically. And we're both sat there going, we're going to video this and send it to all your contacts in your phone. So blackmailing. <laughs> yeah, fantasy roleplay blackmailing. Oh my goodness. Which uh, we didn't follow through. <laughs> no, but no. The fantasy was quite big that we possibly could follow through with it. So, yeah. yeah, it was quite... And the, he really got into it as well. He kept turning around to the camera and going, I'm a little slut, mistresses. What shall I do next? 
<laughs> and I was quite overwhelmed because it was like he was coming back like normally they're like oh please don't please and he was like I'm such a slut yeah make me do more <laughs> and I thought this is brilliant wow. <laughs> you don't encounter that level of enthusiasm that often it's yeah and she was laughing her tits off mm. she was like you're a disgusting little worm I was nervous I knew this would happen to you absolutely vile disgust us I was going to get you quite repulsive credit so yeah it was quite amazing so but yeah it, it needs to come back round actually round six <laughs> so do any of you guys have a question for Kaz today <laughs> they're like that. please stop her talking <laughs> my mind is just <laughs> the only one I can think of was yeah. um, have you seen the film Ed Wood Ed Wood no what's that Johnny Depp's in it it's about oh, I love Johnny one Depp. of the worst directors ever it's a mm. true story and he had fetishes and he was a transvestite who was he? Um, he directed a film called Plan 9 from Outer Space mm. Have you ever seen that? No. It's one of my favourite films. Is it on Netflix? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I'll have to watch that. Bill Murray's in it as well. And, uh, yeah, can't beat a bit of Bill Murray. What's it called? Uh, Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Yeah. And the guy, Johnny Depp plays Ed Wood, and the guy... Um, it's a true story. It's a, this guy directed this film mm. called Plan 9 from Outer Space. And it's a terrible science fiction film, which was voted the worst film ever made. <laughs> oh, God. And it's, and it's um, the guy was a transvestite and he had a thing for Angora sweaters. Have you ever Googled... <laughs> Sorry. That That's just made me think of something really quite funny. Have you ever Googled Space Film 1999? No. I think it's that one. Is that a terrible film? I'll show you after this. <laughs> this can't be said on camera. <laughs> that bad. Oh my goodness! You, if you Google it, what was the, what was the question, James? So, have you seen that? No, <laughs> no. Should I watch it? How is it? Any things. list you want to send me, send them my way. I'll watch them. Oh yeah, I'll yeah. Check that out. We can swap lists. We can be like film geeks. Yeah. Kinky film geeks. I was thinking, where is, where is he going with this? Is this, uh, <laughs> you know, director's film? Are we yeah. getting recommendations? Because we're doing the documentary, the probably, right? The link's probably the fetish thing, but uh, yeah. I just wondered what you thought of it if you did see it. Because we're doing the documentary and stuff together. You're thinking, how can we utilise this for our yeah. future documentary that's coming out? Plug, plug. Plug, plug. Right. Are there any uh, fetish films that you could recommend? Um, I mean, they're quite minimal on the ground. Most of what you see is obviously the male being the dominant. There's very few films out. I mean, you've got like things like The Secretary, where it's very oh, subtle, dom- yeah, yeah. subtle yeah. domination, isn't it? But then I think this is the time to release things because there's not much female domination going on in Hollywood or arts or documentary. So, yeah, it's, it's like a bit of a lack. Heart. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Jen said you had some questions I do, yes. Yeah, I've got some questions for you guys, if you don't mind. I'll kick back so, on um, Anyone that wants to jump in as well and answer the question? I mean, definitely ask James a few. So who, <laughs> sh- who should we start with? <laughs> they start quite normal, Let's actually. start with Sean. Yeah. We can answer yeah. You can ask him um. if you want to start with. Oh, well, I've got to ask him this. I thought you were asking me these. Oh, I am. I'm going to ask you, ask Sean, I'll ask you. Okay, if you were stranded on a desert island, which free inanimate objects do you take? So no people are animals, basically. They're they're already there. You take your mascara, Just, your uh, blue towel, your... Yeah. <laughs> a speedboat. No, you can't say stuff like that. That's out of the rules. 
Bus isn't that an animal? No, you can't take a plane this week. Nothing to get you off no that island. You're stuck methods. there for the rest of your life. So you, I never you've got to, to live there. You've got to cope. You've got to find free survival tools, basically. <laughs> a fishing rod. Okay, practical. A spear. Okay. A sleeping bag. God, you're boring. <laughs> Jen, over I want to live. I want to eat and sleep. Basic no, Maslow's hierarchy of needs stuff. What, what are we going to say? Cock rings. <laughs> Blue towels. What good's that going to do me? Blow up dolls. <laughs> Trans blow up dolls. Is that what you're looking for? Yes. <laughs> I want to live. Like I want to live. I don't just want to like have the a party and die because I can't eat or sleep. No, but you could like take your favourite book. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd rather like harpoon of something I can eat than read. It's you, raw survival. You little sleep. Did you not watch Tom Hanks in that movie? Wilson. How did he survive? Wilson. Wilson. How did he survive? He was not working. Hi, Jill. Prancing around with cock rings. Day fifty-two. I don't know how we're gonna get out of here. Doing You're the dance. my only friend. He was killing stuff. <laughs> oh, see, I'm not going to answer that one, but I'll move on to the next. <laughs> Why are you not answering that one? That's not fair. Well, no, because I'll, I can't say anything like fun like her. Uh, you just want to go and have fun and die. <laughs> you don't want to live. I take a bag of ecstasy, favorite book, and a. You're just going to go out in a blaze. <laughs> yeah, absolutely blazing. On your own. To be, with fair, ecstasy. to be fair, I wouldn't last longer than a week. There, if you know you should die, you're, you're just not a natural. You've got to fight for your survival. <laughs> she had to they just vodka. don't give up right away. Well, I'll have fun doing it. People can live off stuff, live off the land. Oh, God, imagine me doing that. <laughs> anyway. Like bringing up your slaves. I'm in the Indian Ocean. Cass, what would you, inanimate objects would you take? Inanimate objects? Yeah, on a desert um, island. I think something, probably like a little, what do you call that little thing they had in the old days? Pen like knife. A pen knife? No, 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 the other one. The... Swiss army knife? No. A box. You make fire. Um, oh, it's a tinderbox. Tinderbox, you make box fire. for your fire. Yeah, tinderbox. Okay. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Um, am I allowed? See? A, a fridge, a if fridge. I'm allowed one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so third thing's got to be leisure. That's two boring things, right? You've got to have music. I'll take like a kid. Music? music? Yeah. Oh, yes. King size bed. I might be bored for the rest of my life. What is that? What do you have? King size bed. Luxury one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. That's better than a sleeping bag, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm thinking there might be threats. If I'm on my king-size bed... I'll be on a king-size bed. Threats will get me, won't they? i got to hide out somewhere in my little sleeping bag under some rocks. <laughs> I'll be living the lux on my four poster. I love the way, like, Sean's making up new rules for this. Huh? I love the way Sean's making up new rules. Like, there's, like... The island's been infiltrated. Well, we'll yeah, exactly. And- Pterodactyls, <laughs> Somali pirates. You're on some big ass king size bed. What's it? Those sand animals that bite you. You'll get a bit of shit out. I went on my king size, and no, there's not room for two. Yeah, but those, those things with the big shells that come out with the. Punch. Yeah, I'll go for you. What are they called? What animal crabs. is that? The crab. The crabs. Hey. The big things in the shells. Crabs. Look at the beaks. No, they're really big. Like this I don't big. know what the fuck he's on about right now. <laughs> There's an animal that comes out to sea and they, they can bite. They 
when I was in Turkey, they warned us about going underwater with those things. If you see one of those things, get out of the water. Oh, is that it? Snapping turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't get the king size. Yeah, so anyway, Sean's a goner. I'm living the life. What's the next question for us? Girl power. All right, the next one is Have you ever had the Sochen nickname? Yeah. So, Boomer, my dog. She's up there, I think. Camera. Um, who unfortunately died last year. So I actually named her after myself, my own nickname, Boomer. So about, I want to say about five years ago, you know this story. I was with a boyfriend and he implied that I was a boomerang. Oh, okay. So he called me Boomer. That's for cute. quite a few years. Yeah. But the funny thing is, the reason he called me Boomerang, guess why? Oh, oh no! Really? Was he I kept coming back for more? <laughs> what a dickhead! Mm. I thought it was funny. What a massive uh, wanker! Yeah, oh, so because I kept coming that. back for more, um, well, not for more in a violent way. For, no, 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 in other way. <laughs> but was he a bit arrogant? Oh no! He's just oh okay. Pissed. Oh well, okay. That's cool. so yeah. No, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah, my nickname. So yeah, it was just Boomer, yeah. and then we separate. I quite like the name. So cute, I got dog and called it after. Yeah, yeah. super. It's a really quite like boring it. story, isn't it? It's not boring, it's cute. So as a kid, I was called Atty, A-T-T-Y, Atty oh, Atwood. Now that's more boring than mine. And the older one was called <laughs> the Bank of England and English Sean in the rave scene in Arizona. And then when I went to prison, I was called England. Oh, yeah, I saw that in your book. Yeah, what up, yeah. England? Yeah. What's so, your nickname now? I haven't got one. Yeah. What about so yourself, guys? Oh, I was Pixie. Someone went to me at uni. You're so small. You're like a little thing at the bottom of the garden. I could just pick you up in a net like a pixie. And it stuck. Everyone stuck on me pixie after nice. that. I didn't mind. It was all right. Everyone was like, oh, it's pixie. Oh, pixie. So it's just a nickname, isn't it? It's got a cuteness to it. Yeah, it's okay. So what about you, James? Nickname? Well, I was younger. It was Espy. Espy. Oh, because abbreviation again. Uh, yeah. They do that with a lot of guys. Yeah, just a surname, isn't it, Gemini? Yeah, my mum was Jadams, which is just my last name's Adams. Jadams. And Jay. Oh, okay. Jadams. I like that. Addy. No. Jad. Have you have one? No, not yet. We're going to have to get you one then. Would you oh. like one? Or do you not like nicknames? I'll Because I think they're years. kind of cute, but some people find them offensive, don't they? Have you got an opinion on that? Yeah, absolutely. Like offensive amazing. or cute or... Beautiful. Hmm? Just saying some people like nicknames and some people find them really offensive. Yes. But it sort of depends on the nickname and how well you know the person as well. I went down the street and went, oh, it's Nephi to someone. (laughs) It's a bit rude. Or shitty. Yeah. Um, So, Sean, what animal would you compare yourself to and why? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's a tricky one. You go first. A seahorse. A seahorse. Mystical creature. Yeah. Unobtainable. Definitely. Mysterious magic. I can't even answer that. Go on. Oh my goodness. No, apparently it is my spirit animal. Is it? That's why yes. you put one up there then, isn't no, it? Everywhere around the house. Yeah, so. beautiful. Yes. Relax. I think I've got traits from different animals. Would you what, be a like hybrid? A sloth. Bit of a monkey spirit. I'd say a bit like... s- sloth. Sloth! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went to the playroom and I saw the slugs and the sloths. <laughs> Inspired. Oh Bit of a lone wolf. Lone wolf. I'll have fun with this one, though. Describe your internet browsing history. Mine? Yeah. 
It's all like podcast stuff, isn't it? What's the name of that club you were mentioning earlier? Uh, Torture Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's on there. What would mine be? YouTube. Honestly, that's it's all, all I business, watch. all business, all YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. I just dull. have YouTube on all day if I'm not, if, like, if I'm driving, if I'm cooking, Gosh. if I'm... We've got a really exciting life. Has anyone else got a more interesting answer? Browsing history. I want to phone like someone in the audience go, hey, he's got the dirtiest story. We need to do that interactivity. Mine, mine is like stupid shit, like how to cook an egg and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Stupid like, random. Know, especially at like 2am in the morning. And like, yeah, you can't figure it out. What was it I Googled it? I think it was earlier for you. You have to Google it. Really stupid. It was it, it, basically, yeah, just really. Yeah. Basic stuff that you stuff. can't sleep until you know. How long? That to, yeah. How long to boil an egg for? Seven minutes. And right? you wouldn't remember anymore. Um, anyway. And how to? I don't know. Yeah. The turtles fly. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yours isn't like that. <laughs> what about yours? Oh, sorry. I've stopped reading. So if you had a time machine, where would you go and why? I've had a time machine, where would I go and why? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you go first. I need more time on these. Is it back in, hard. Like back you can in go my forward, life? backwards, any... Forwards? You can go either future, past, what? any country, any year, or a different planet. You can make up a planet. Different planet? Anywhere you like. Like your imagination I'm going to go is... forward to when we have life extension then, when we're immortal. A very good answer. God, I'll probably go back to swinging 60s. Yeah. <laughs> also very good, yeah. yeah. Peace and love and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Sounds pretty zen. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Sex-related injuries, have you had one? <laughs> I had a banjo string incident. Is this like a musician thing? <laughs> I was making love with my woman, my girlfriend back then. And we like noticed a trickle, a trickle of blood, and I thought she was on a period, and she said, "I'm not on my period." And I said, "Well, you're bleeding," and then I pulled out, and she's like, "I'm not bleeding." And I'm like, "Well, where's the blood coming from?" And I looked down, and my banjo string was so, bleeding. A massacre. Was there no pain? I was on multiple drugs at the time. Oh, okay. okay and we've been going at it quite one. vigorously. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind yeah. of friction. So what was the kind of antidote to that? Did you have to go to the doctors or? Self-healing. I was oh. off my head, wasn't I? I was in my business suit. and had to yeah. go back to work. I think I just like plastered it up or something. <laughs> and then I went to work because I had to go back to work. Yeah. And then I noticed like blood just going down my legs oh. through my suit. Oh shit, I gotta leave the office now, make an excuse and leave the office. It sounds pretty painful. Yeah, and then whenever I got an erection in the end the aftermath of that, that kinda of like reopened the Oh no. So it was it took, yeah. it took a little bit yeah. to get it calmed down. Not good. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Jen? Very similar, but I think it's far too graphic for YouTube. Is it? Oh my goodness, yeah, don't go to then. Okay. You know the story, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any others that aren't as graphic? Could you paraphrase it in a gentle way, in, oh, in, God, a, in posh language? Um, <laughs> what? I'll ask you some questions then that won't get us in trouble. Right. Was it was your it body or was it his body? <laughs> his body. Was it the... I like this game. It's fun. <laughs> Which area of the Same man part? Oh, 
Was it the, the string, the banjo string? Yes, it was in, in a certain... It was what? Did you bite it? No, no, no. <laughs> did you, did he catch it in his zip? Mm -mm. Did he cry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the thing that snapped it? Come on. <laughs> I can't Come on. say it. Just whisper it to it me. Makes you feel, I feel like a little girl again. Whisper it to me. <laughs> Slowly, <laughs> I can't hear you. What's that quicker word? You're cackling. Give him an A ends with an L. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh. So it was a friction. It was a friction mm. thing, was it? First time, and wasn't, it took me off it for a very enough, long time. Wasn't enough yeah. lube. Oh. Didn't use any. Oh my goodness. Was he? Um, what descent was he from? Was he kind of? Oh, British guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. just because I know that connection. Sometimes he's met. He did say to me. I remained friends with him for many years, still, yeah. still to this day. Um, he obviously moved on, had several partners. He says, still to this day, can't have sex for longer than fifteen minutes without it causing problems. Oh, no, like, that could happen to me. On that subject then, I had a girlfriend oh. who, um, she was getting a clip pierced and I was holding her hand as, as it was going in. They like drew some lines down there and stuff. Mm. But she like shrieked like a pig and jumped out of the seat as it was going in. Oh. So instead of going in straight across, oh. it went in diagonal. Oh no. And she lost <laughs> all of her feeling oh, in a clip. Like for years, and she was asking her mum to send years. her for surgery and all this stuff. Okay. Um, but I think it was about a decade later she told me that she she it, it came back or something. But for for many many years, she was having no enjoyment. That's devastating, surely for yeah. female. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but like you asked, what what about the female bodies? Then mm. have have you guys been susceptible to injuries yourselves rather Only than when the, the men? To that think, region, yeah. Have you done yeah. that? I think we're a bit more hardy, aren't we? We get like friction burns on our knees and stuff. It's sort of. Yeah. We're a bit more hardy. Sex than... on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, sandy. Yeah. A bit like sandpaper. Mm. Glass in the ass crack. Yeah. It's still not fun though. When it's no. when it's bad, it's not good. No. 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 So moving on, how do you handle people that annoy you? I've learned. <laughs> I've learned now just to block them. <laughs> Because you cannot get engaged with their toxic energy. Ignorance yeah, is bliss. It is, yeah. Carry on living yeah. your positive, happy life. Yeah, and, totally. This is the thing, you know, what we're doing around such amazing people, mm -hmm. the energy is so positive, we don't need to be engaging with these other people. No. And when I had the corona and I was reflecting on my life mm. and thinking about people who gave me headaches and how I was kind of catering to them, yeah, I resolved that's not necessary you don't need to have those people in your life yeah, just have people in your life that don't cause you problems and and lift your spirits like you guys like tug of war you know the, the energy today has been so Ooh, phenomenal I, I would be, i would normally be knackered from doing free podcasts mm. in a day but because the stories have been so fascinating we've kept going to past 11 o'clock now i'm i'm pumped up on it's the day these guys are gonna have a heart attack in a minute <laughs> These guys have got to get back to Essex. Get, come on, get, right. get through these. So which Disney Take princess on. are you most relate to? Oh, yeah, that's my favourite question. Which Disney princess, princess am I? Yeah. Yes. Who? Can you relate to? That's why Can I relate to? Yeah. I don't relate to Disney princesses. You have it's to, not in my, in my scope. You have scope. to. Right, thank you. I have to. I don't even know who Disney princesses are. Cinderella. Hold on a minute. It's the one with like funny coloured hair that was in a cartoon. What was her name? 
my little niece and uh, was watching on the TV. What, Dora the Explorer or something? No, like a <laughs> Disney thing. Elsa, Frozen. Frozen. Elsa. They were watching Alice. Frozen over and over. What oh, was so the, good, isn't it? Does the woman have coloured hair? Yeah, there's the blonde one and the ginger one. Anna is the ginger one. Elsa is the blonde one with the blonde. Yeah. yeah, but I don't even relate to them. I don't even know why I'm saying, oh, saying the like name. She's cold. She's cold. There you go. What about... Yeah, you can go Pixar if that helps. Pixar. I think they've gone thought out by Disney, though. Evil Pixar. villain. Didn't they no, do the ants evil movie? Queen. Would you be a villain? I'd be a queen like Cruella de Vil, yeah. right up my street. Um, any of the evil queens, mm. I think they're What wicked. would Sean be then? What, what would you put him as if you were What's that? at a Disney film? You know um, The Little Mermaid, that thing yeah. that sings Under uh, the Sea? Oh, the Sebastian, the lobster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, yeah you won't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I occasionally get called oh. Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. Oh, yes. No. Uh, what's your favourite childhood memory? Oh, God, I'd have to think now. <laughs> Can uh, we pause for five minutes or not? We're we, we nearly done. Waking up on Christmas Day, eating all my chocolate oranges and my after eights, and then starting to eat my sister's. <laughs> <laughs> And then she snitched me out to my mum. The shoe would launch across the room. Stop teasing your sister, Sean. You're eating your own, you guts in bugger. I can't wait for your mum to see that. that? Does that still happen now at Christmas? No, we have the sweatshop now at Christmas. Oh, Oh, yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah, we're forcing everybody. Well, it's, it's not anymore, but... In recent years, you know, like when I was sending out brochures to the schools to get my talks going and stuff, mm. Aunt Lily would be like putting the brochures in the envelopes. Lily's your sister. I'd, I'd put my sister, you know, my sister putting the stamp, yeah. my mum sealing the envelopes. I put the stamp on the envelopes. So the return. You get a good job. And we were all sat around doing that every Christmas day for yeah. year after year, <laughs> the annual Christmas sweatshop. You can't waste precious work time on Christmas Day, can you? It's like Scrooge. If you're a workaholic, extreme workaholic. Did you see the ghost of um, Christmas past? I still enjoyed Did it. Did he come and visit I wasn't you? like... I've got a tone now. Me and Kaz called you the Grinch who stole Christmas because when you cancelled the Christmas party... This <laughs> true. We called you the Grinch. Oh, it always COVID cancelled the Christmas party, not me. I was on. He cancelled that Christmas too. I didn't have it in me to face work for the rest of the year. Then we had a joke and you. You are the other Grinch. It's probably just as well. It would have been a riot. Well, that would have gone viral. Oh, brilliant. Right. I, think, I think we've done it then, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, Yay. should we plug what we're doing then? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to start? Uh, yes, yeah, so oh. we have got clips all over our Kaz and Jen talks. It'll be in the uh, link in this description box below this video uh, with snippets of what we are doing in the dungeon. Um, what else have we been doing? There's we've other stuff on there. We? We've been travelling, we've been uh, doing lives. We did a couple of lives here, we did some filming. Uh, time to understand that because that'll be fucking gone. Um, okay. So <laughs> yes. What, what did I say? Well, we've been doing live. So, what have we been doing? Yeah. So, it's okay. been yep. where we've been. Where have we been? Only here, really, in recent. No, no, no. We're on about when we did the dungeons, Master Peter, oh, when I we see. did all that. Yeah, yeah, Basically, yeah. what's going on, Vimeo. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we went to a dungeon in Edgware, didn't we, with Master Peter? That was quite astonishing. 
I think that was one we had um, missed out with tied up, actually, wasn't it? In the, can we say that? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> yeah, not tied up. I mean, like you were a bit busy in the checking busy. out. Busy. Hung upside down, walls. getting my nipples electrocuted. Yeah. So, yes, <laughs> and there'll be other documentaries on there about naked cleaners. Yeah. What else, James? This yeah, is all on James's nice. channel, is it? James's yeah. Vimeo? Yes. Yeah, is that sex a separate work. channel or is that a playlist? It's a... Uh, um, is it underground it's, films, Ollis? It's, it's a collection of videos on Vimeo. Is it on underground films? No, it's called Sex Work Talk. Oh, the channel is Sex Work yeah. Talk. Gotcha. And Vimeo. Gotcha. Gotcha. The videos and it's all, all everything you've just mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, we'll so be going through to that, to but with Vimeo, us, Vimeo, if you're watching about the dungeon. Check it out. You'll find it there. Yes. Brilliant. It's good stuff, yeah. And your activist mission... Change the world. Well, one step at a time. Change people's well, perceptions. Well, also to do with domestic violence as well, which exactly. I thought you wanted to talk about. Exactly. we're going to return to, isn't it? Because um, I think we've both been affected by domestic violence. We've had many friends as well that have been affected by domestic violence. And obviously it happens to men as well. But I think that's in a much lower proportion than it happens to women. And unfortunately... I think when these kind of subjects are discussed, there's a lot of men in the background going, oh, but what about violence towards men? And while that is an issue, what we want to focus on primarily is violence against women. We might return to the other topic in future, but we just want to keep it like really positive. And the main subject, whether you're a man or a woman or a trans, it doesn't matter. It's just you can speak out. And if you need help, go and get help. And we just want to normalise talking about it, don't we? Yes, and bring awareness to... Mm. Not getting too political domestic, about domestic it, basically. Violence. Just... Yeah. Yeah, get some help and talk about it. And we're here for questions as well. It's great that you guys have got the social message and because a lot of things that are related to this genre, mm. people classify it as sleaze and stuff. Mm. But you've presented everything in a very um, educational way and you're trying to like raise awareness of certain issues yeah. that are going to cause better things in the world. Like you say, you want you know, changing the world. Yeah, that's what I'd love yeah. to do. Even if it's just a small, tiny corner of the world, I think it all makes a difference. Definitely. If you help one person, that's something, isn't it? Yes. Definitely. Yes. But creating a safe space for anyone involved in that sort of, or into kink, or involved in the industry, or who have been through domestic yeah. violence. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Thank you very much, guys. It's been a, it's been an absolutely amazing, crazy day with all these free podcasts. I'm going to bed. We are brain drained. <laughs> And viewers out there, please let us know what you thought about this podcast and put your comments down below and let us know if you'd like to see more of this content because we've got a tremendous feedback for CAS Part 1. Everybody's links will be in the description box, so please support everybody's work. Cheers. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Much needed. <laughs>